This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. This podcast was recorded on traditional Denizal land. Welcome to Before the Peace. I'm your host, Jenna Moreland, and I'm sitting here with my, well, I guess like three foot co-host right now. Well, no, not even four foot co-host because he's squatting down while recording this. And so am I. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. This is the funniest thing. So our podcast (laughs) studio was uh, taken up by Calls with Santa this week. And we didn't expect to be recording an intro for a podcast because we have a special episode for you guys today. So right now we have our podcast table like next to a wall. Jenna's close to the mic and I'm like behind her staring out the back of her head and we're both squatting down speaking into the mic. So we're going to get this done really quickly. Basically what happened with our final episode of 2022 last week where Jenna and I interviewed each other, uh, we had so much content. Even in the beginning, I said we had surprises, plural. We only really had one of the surprises. So, we need to have the other surprise, which is Trail Atco from Doig River First Nation. He popped by while we were recording the episode a couple weeks ago. And we actually had a chance to talk to him because we met him through him listening to the podcast and just coming up to us and saying he was a fan of it. And talking about future ideas, maybe getting him involved in the podcast and having him on. And we, then we just decided, hey, let's let's have him in. It was Jenna's idea to invite him in for the final episode. Of yeah, he actually left work a little bit early to come in mm-hmm. for it. And I actually met Trail for the first time at Centennial Park at the block party. And he was one of the people that I asked about what does reconciliation mean to you? Mm-hmm. So that was my first meeting with Trail. And then we've just kind of been in touch since then and we saw him again when we went out to the doig and and he's kind of our bro now he's our he's our buddy he's gonna be working with us a little bit on the podcast i felt so bad if we put out the episode and didn't put out the interview with him or him hanging around with us so that's why we're doing the bonus episode because trail is awesome and i'm sure you guys will really really like the episode and what he has to say um and you'll be hearing more from him so 100 percent yeah 100%. 100%. So while my knees are still intact, I think that's all we have to talk about, Jenna. One one thing I do want to mention, social media. Yeah, follow us on social media. I'll post a picture of me trying <laughs> try kneeling down <laughs> recording this episode I'm right in the now. Spider-Man stance right now. <laughs> um, at Before the Peace on Instagram and at Before the Peace underscore on Twitter. So give us a follow. And you can email any guest ideas or program ideas to uh, before the piece at energeticcity.ca. And of yep. course, thank you to our sponsors, Troyer Ventures and Epscan Industries for sponsoring this podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and if I need new knees, please help me out. Okay, <laughs> here's true. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I just I'm so realized stiff. though, when I was introducing you, I didn't actually say your name. Oh no! <laughs> no I, I said my four foot pot, my four foot co-host, but I didn't actually say your name. Oh whatever, they should know. Yeah, we're recording. No, you can come in. You're, we're gonna have you on. Yeah, just a couple questions. This is like our uh, year year end year in review. 
All right. And I'm going to keep, we're still recording right now, Trail. So. Yeah, you guys can like kind of split it. Yeah, maybe sit, sit closer to Jenna. Yeah. So you do the introduction, Jenna. Oh, well, you do, you got the mic. Oh, you got a mic too. <laughs> so this is Trail Echo. And he, well, you just came from the Doig, right? Mm-hmm. You were working out there all day? Mm-hmm. What do you do at the Doig? I am a cultural heritage assistant is my job title. And okay. also a drumming apprentice. I don't know, young drummer, drummer in training type of guy. So from day to day, like what, give me a look into the day to day for you when you head to, to the office. For day to day, check in with my coworkers, Amy and Madeline, and then uh, lately we've, is this close one? Yeah, you're good. She'll, <laughs> she'll fix it for you. <laughs> but, uh, lately we've been, uh, had a big emphasis on education because we're working on education packages for school district 60 right now. Sweet. And oh. some bigger curriculum, like college level stuff. Oh, okay. And, uh, so those packages, is that changes to the curriculum or what, what are those packages? They're new. They're like single, not single lesson. They could be multiple, multi-lesson, but they're like basically like one package of like, uh, conversation basics or bannock making and just like seven or ten words and then uh little games that like kids can play and like a bunch oh. of different resources for each so it's topic. something that they could implement into their curriculum so they're like yeah. so the school district is talking with you guys to see what could be implemented right yeah we just had a meeting with them last oh week that's then, so sweet yeah, so, that's so cool yeah. I, we've been wanting to get i i don't i forgot her name but there's or in her title but specifically she deals with the indigenous curriculum. Is Pat? I think it was Pat. Yeah, we were trying to talk with Pat because that's that's so big. Like I remember when I was in high school, we didn't have someone like that. It's gonna be mandatory pretty soon. Oh, is it? Mm. Oh, is, I didn't know that. That's yeah. good though. That good. That's good. It should be across all the school districts for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons why I love that you're here, Trail, is. My first introduction to you was you telling me that you listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that just works out so perfectly because it's the year in review right now. <laughs> and I want to know, one, what's your favorite po- episode or your favorite guest? And who do you like more, Jenna or me? I mean, is it even a competition? <laughs> <laughs> I think most people would say Jenna, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I don't like to choose two's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it's still me. <laughs> But yeah, your favorite episode or, or maybe just some takeaways that you've got from the episode. Like what did you what did you like about Before the Peace? What do you like about the podcast? Um the conversation style mm-hmm. is really nice and the way you guys like it's like genuine questions and like everything's like you guys are like super interested in everything. <laughs> Here we are. And then uh, actually I was listening to the field study review episode on the way here. And then uh, I forget who's 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 the first guy on that episode? Um. Oh, he just retired. Oh no. Yeah. No, it's not Newt Fladmark. You like that name because it's so weird. Because I, because I can remember that. I know it starts with Doctor. <laughs> yeah, we had a great conversation with him too. I'm gonna. Okay, we're on our phones. Who's gonna find it first? I already had it open. I, I'm so John Driver, Doctor yeah. John yeah. Driver. I'm so sorry, John. We had a great, great, great talk with him too. But yeah. John was wonderful. That was actually, that was a great conversation. Yeah. That's probably up there for me too. I really liked talking with, uh, uh, McCaudhey, chief McCaudhey. Yeah. I really liked talking with him and we were discussing it a little bit. George Desjardins was a huge oh, one, but okay. that was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause I've never like 
personally got to sit down with him and I was like, I've seen him everywhere. And I'm like, oh, that's an important guy. Like, I'm scared to go talk to Dude, him. Dude, if, if, if you see him like at an event, like the stuff he told us off record, like mm-hmm. uh, and some of the stories, like it was awesome, the episode itself, yeah. but even off record, some of the things he couldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Specifically with the um, Sundance. Oh, yeah. man. Some of the things, we, unfortunately, we had to cut some pieces out of the episode mm-hmm. just because he didn't really know what he can delve into and what he couldn't. So at the end, we had to cut some things out. But yeah, and at the it's a very sacred at event. the sweat, he uh, that yeah, one of the sweats that I went to. Yeah, I've gone to a couple. Uh, one of the sweats that he did, he he really went into a lot of the history of Sundance and his role at mm-hmm. Sundance and stuff like that. So even though he can't talk about it on public record, he does talk about it. It's yeah. just in a very sacred way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, George definitely was like one of my favorite. A Clarence Assassin, like we were. <laughs> talk about Clarence a lot because it's it's just so fun it was like like I said it was like three hours long and Mm -hmm. we had to cut so much out because just stories like stories about when he was a cowboy on the rodeo circuit (laughs) and being a hockey player and just the funny stories that came from that oh he had so much to say oh he did he did oh it was great um another thing for you trail what do you being someone who listens to the podcast what are some guests that you want us to? Some guests you want us to bring on? Oh well, my uncle Sammy. Yeah, uh, that's really pu- one we really. Want <laughs> I've been to, really yeah. pushing him, and he's like, yeah. I think I just said on the phone earlier. I was like, yeah, he's runs on his own schedule. But uh, <laughs> if you can get him to sit down, I have an idea. If you guys make it out to his cabin, he will talk to you for like days. Okay, that's what oh, we need to yeah. do then. We can just take the equipment. Yeah, we'll go to the cabin yeah. for sure. We've done that. I mean, most of the episodes we've done have been us traveling. Yeah. Like, I think we've had maybe three, excluding this one that was in our office. But yeah, most of them, because we have the equipment to go travel. So Mm -hmm. that would be sweet. One I want that we've been trying all year, but she's very busy as hell and not. She's a big one. We've been trying, and hopefully we'll get her on soon enough. Helen, if you're listening, (laughs) please reach out. Or even when, when I call... Because I will call again. <laughs> <laughs> You've been calling a lot. Like I can't even. I can't no, even I haven't say called how that much. Oh, no. you haven't? Okay. No. Maybe it was my reporters who was calling a lot because I was yeah. trying. To, we were just trying to get stories. Really, just I just called her once since she got the new position mm, at, at Northern Lights. At the Northern Lights, yeah. and since she got that position, I did call her once. Um, but I haven't heard back from her. But I would love to have her on the podcast. What is the position again? Is it? Because Northern Lights College here is doing a, a couple of things that started with Helen. And I, I don't want to say her position wrong here. Let me find it. Oh, I love Google. Uh, Interim Director of Indigenous Education. That was in March. I think it might have changed by then. But she is working in that kind of realm at Northern Lights College. And then I know they just got an elder in residence as well. Jerry. Dad. Jerry. So Jerry we want on as well, too. Um, I think we chatted with him a bit at Doig. Probably. Yeah, I think we did. Because he always wears a scarf, right? I always wear earmuffs. Oh, earmuffs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many guests. But Helen, especially after reading her first book, and I think another reason why it's coming. Oh. It's coming. First book was amazing. Yes. So so one. I think one of the reasons why she hasn't been talking, at least from what we've heard, is that she was writing the second book this year too. So I think, and Jenna, you know, writing a book, that, that's probably take yeah. up most of She's her time. She's just been super busy. Yeah. And I mean, with this new position and everything, right? So I think hopefully maybe when the second book comes out, maybe she'll come on here to promo it. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be so awesome. But yeah, like 
I want to. Uh, sorry, sorry. I was I'm, just going to say, every one of the guests we've had, we probably are going to have on again. Yes, eventually. Yeah. yeah, like for sure, Gary Oker, because mm-hmm. we don't actually talk to Gary about himself. Yeah. In the first episode with Gary, it was really talking about Saquon. Yeah. And we didn't really get into him, and he, I mean. He's got uh, he's got so many stories in yeah. his life. I, 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 yes, like he's done and like albums. He had a clothing line at one point. He had a clothing line. Yeah, of course he did. And then like symbols, <laughs> symbols design company, and he's done a lot of stuff. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's definitely one that I think we should have on again, just 100%. to kind of delve more into him personally. I want McCaughey on again too, just with you know, oil and gas and everything evolving in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want him on again. And just, just to take his, you guys are doing so much of the doig. Like we were been talking, like even with the donations coming out, like you guys are putting more donations into the community in Fort St. John. It's just really cool to see that partnership, mm-hmm. see the growth. And then the partnership between communities, which is huge. And then another one, if we're talking within the realm of like hot topics within the community, Blueberry First Nation, Judy Desjardins, the new chief. We want her on eventually, but Ugh, yeah, obviously that's, she's that's very be busy. Hard one, to yeah, it's hard one to lock down. <laughs> she's but a busy lady. Even if we get ten minutes with her one day, that's yeah. the hope. It's just to have a conversation with her about you know everything that's going on there. But uh, yeah, just everyone like even Connie, Roland, like Roland Wilson, chief of West Mob, one of my favorites to talk to as well. Uh, he was one of the first people I interviewed. For like when I just started as the news director here, like on the newsroom side at energeticcity.ca, he was the first person I talked to. And I got a lesson in sight see really quick. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's definitely, he knows his, yeah. his stuff on yeah, sight He definitely sure. does. And legality and, and everything. It's, it's just so crazy. But there's so much to take in. And the problem with us having an hour podcast that's monthly is getting more. You know what I mean? There's so many stories that each individual has, and it's so hard to get it all within an hour, right? And I've been really wanting to do a drumming episode, which yes. is hopefully yes. getting Sam Echo in here. But we just haven't really had the equipment to be mm. able to do a drumming episode. Yeah. But now that we have the equipment, I'm like, man, that would be so cool. So tell me a little bit about being a drumming apprentice. What does that mean? It means I'm learning like songs that are hundreds of years old. And the stories behind each and every song, which is all different. And it's really hard to remember. But wow. Do you have, like, notes on those? Like, how, what's your process for learning these songs? Uh, practice. Just and practice, okay. drumming, like, whenever Sammy calls, he's like, hey, we're going to Blueberry. We're going to Halfway. We're going to Profit. I'm like, okay, I'll be there. And then, so you're just going everywhere. You're traveling with them anyway. Yeah, you can. Yeah, drumming's taking me a lot of places. Like, oh, I've been to, like, Nova Scotia, Vancouver, Calgary, everywhere for, like, conferences and stuff. Just okay, well, we don't want to give them too much because we want you on the episode eventually <laughs> with Sam. But I, I, yeah, no, that's incredible. Like, I think we we try to drum. We tr- Gary, we tried to have yeah. Gary drumming, and the mics were just so bad. But yeah, eventually we want we wanted to get you guys in the office. We like had him here. playing guitar too, and it just did yeah, not come good. through. No. But now, actually, now that we have the equipment, we should have Gary in here, like mm-hmm. in the studio, and then 100%. he could he could play some stuff. Yeah, maybe. And I wonder if. Because I wonder if George would be able to play some songs too that we could use, like on the podcast. Yeah, I think he probably could. Yeah, he could probably maybe give us some songs that we, we could, could do. Use. Yeah, maybe we could bring in like different. Okay, so can you? I don't know how far we want to go into this because I know we're gonna have a drumming episode, but I'm just kind of curious, like how? Because the drums 
di- really differ depending on Beaver, Cree, all re- like. Yeah, be- Beaver, Cree, Denny. I am actually doing drum workshops with the youth in Doig right now. Um, we have like one more session to do before I have like six kids have a full full drum that's complete. But uh, the quick quick difference between the physical drums is like uh, Denizah drums. Our snare is on the inside of the hide. Okay. Uh, Denny drums, so like Fort Nelson up to high up to high level and everywhere in between um their snares are on the outside and they're generally bigger just a little bigger and then cree drums don't have snares but you can use your finger because i've i've drummed at a few round dances where they're like hey you're a drummer get up here and i'm like oh shit okay (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no you're good you're good i said fuck earlier (laughs) so you're fine (laughs) uh, but yeah cree drums like like I've, I've been taught that you use your finger, well, your nail to do the snare noise, like every second beat, depending on the drum. But like half of our songs, um, I don't remember the beaver word for it, but it's imitating Cree songs, like the double hit, like, a, can I hit this? Yeah. Yeah, like, like that, like that kind of, uh, that kind of beat is imitating Cree songs because like wow. we've had, I don't know, uh, relations. Yeah way back yeah no we actually talked a little bit about that about just the the peace river and everything at least what we know because we've heard so many different stories about Mm -hmm. it too but uh with the drumming yeah that's that's all we're going to give them for now until we have an actual episode so i want to close it up here jenna um we did talk about our favorite guests um and you know some of our favorite episodes but i just want to kind of go through our episodes and kind of give a shout out and if you want to comment on those episodes you can but i'm just going to go list them out okay, okay. so our first episode was with gary oker counselor at doig river first nation we definitely need to have him on again yeah 100 <laughs> percent uh connie gray eyes who is with the missing indigenous women and children mmiwg i always yes. mess up the acronym did i say it right Women and missing and murdered indigenous women and girls. So she's a caseworker with that organization. She's also a huge indigenous advocate here in the in the peace region, specifically in Fort St. John. Um, she's held many events. Sorry, Jenny, you want to say something? Yeah, I think actually um, Secrets of the North, our partner podcast here at energeticcity.ca, I think they actually want to have Connie on yeah, to do um, the missing and murdered women. So I think... Uh, yeah, that would be really cool. But I think we also need to have her on again because I think we just scratched the surface there. Yeah, and well, and Connie's family in general, like even her sister is the executive director of the Treaty 8 Travel Association. Mm. Um, I'd love to chat with her. I, I don't think she likes to go on the mic as much. She always says, oh, I don't want to do interviews, but she's fantastic at it. So I would love to, to chat with her as well. Um, our third episode was an anonymous guest um, whose family was part of the res- uh, residential schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and he very much went in depth about the trauma that he went through growing up. He was so up. lovely. Uh, he was a lovely man, but it was a very gut-wrenching and, it was and, sad. and sad episode for sure. Uh, Chief Roland Wilson with West Mobe. I I very much like Roland. Uh, Saqua, we've done a lot of Saqua episodes, but like, uh, but let's this was just say Saqua is huge. It's a huge it's thing. Huge. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's massive. So yeah. you're probably going to hear more about Saqua in the yeah. future. And Alyssa Curry, the executive director, she's doing a phenomenal huge job. shout out to her, mm-hmm. man. 
Uh, Christy Jordan Fenton, who has also been a, a huge help, a huge support of ours, and one of our best episodes. Um, in, she's in terms been a of great viewership, partner in this. I mean, like she's been suggesting guests, mm-hmm. and she's oh, she's been so great. You heard from her son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, it's I think the last episode we talked about is quads. That that boy, sixteen, is oh just gosh. a he's a unit. His quads, yeah, he's sixteen. His quads are huge, man. This massive. Oh They're my huge. goodness! And then literally the week after we recorded that episode, he won like a powerlifting competition like he set a personal best in you can this, go in look on our national. instagram yeah. I, I posted a photo on our insta oh and <laughs> i just had to and he, he is wonderful like obviously he wasn't used to being on the mic and doing the podcast format so he's a little shy but then when we were talking about powerlifting and he rugby, got into it because i i like that stuff too so we were just really getting into it but i never looked like that kid he is a <laughs> specimen uh clarence assassin uh, lovely we'll talk to him again in the future healing the hoop we had so many great guests. Um, with future Healing the Hoops, we might try and have those guests on again because we only got like 10 to 15 minutes with each of them. Were you at Healing the Hoop? Yeah. You know, okay, next next you year you need to come. You have to come, Trail. Oh my so God, it's so good. Um, but yeah, like Keith Sicola, would love to talk to him a little more. We only got, a, got 10, 15 minutes with him. He's funny, man. Yeah, he uh, ended up Napoleon. having to go and do his uh, keynote speaking, I believe, when we were talking to Keith. Mm-hmm. He had to, he had to leave to yeah. go and do his speaking engagements, so we didn't get much time with no. him. Yeah. But um, from what we understand, he might be coming at the future ones. Like mm-hmm. If he does, if there are some guests that are repeat repeats from this last year, we'll we definitely would like to do still a full talk to him again. With yeah. Keith, I think. Yeah. Art, too. I, I do want to talk to Art some more. Um, more so, you know, with his upbringing and things like that, because we really talked a lot about the show, about um, what is it called again? Moose Meat and Armalite. Yeah, well, and Art's moving back to town. Yeah, he is yeah. moving back. So to town, we're gonna yeah. have he's gonna be around a little bit more. 100%. So I think we can have him in again, maybe. Uh, George Desjardins, huge, great episode. We've had some great episodes, I know, man. Oh man, George again, so many stories. Uh, the biggest highlight for me on that one was. When we recorded that, I was a month away from getting married. I am now locked down. Um, and George was detailing how he got married to his wife and like the, what was it called? The traditional. Yeah, the, the courting, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what, it well, was, it started, what he called it. Yeah, I don't know what he called it, but it, it started as like a joke, Total but there joke. were elders there. So then George and his what became his wife in the future had to have a talk about at least hanging out and seeing if there was something there because the elders saw it. And that was just an interesting story because then he went to Alberta with her and they came back and got married. And it was like, we Which were at the tree. Love story. We were at the two trees where they got married. He's like, our CMP officer was standing here, here. <laughs> we were right here. And he's like, then we walked over there to that hut and they, and the RCMP officer, or no, his, uh, his wedding party guarded the the hut. I don't know what went on in the hut, but they went in the hut. Because he <laughs> he asked he like he asked uh, for an RCMP officer to be there, and then a bunch of them yeah, showed up, right? Uh, so uh, yeah, and <laughs> which I, is so cool, of yeah, course, for George. <laughs> yeah, we all have to talk to him more about that too. I want to because there are a lot of traditions of like even I know at um, 
I don't know if they do it at Doig Days, but like a, the similar event for Soto, they'll have like RCMP officers come and people get their like, what is it? The five bucks? Treaty money. Treaty money. Five bucks a year. It's five bucks a year and they get it and <laughs> yeah. it's still going on. Yeah. And I very much want to do an episode about that and learn more about it. I won't comment too much if now. You, if you don't collect, then it like stays, it stays. In there. So I have about 15 bucks right now. Oh, nice. Not to brag. That's, yeah. that's McDonald's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's definitely a topic I want to talk about eventually. And actually, we didn't even really talk about Doig Days, that I went out to Doig Days. But since we have trail here, can you tell us like just a little bit what Doig Days is? Uh, Doig Days is teaching all the grade fours of all school district 60 what it means to be Denizah, well. basically. That's a quick rundown. And every step to make a moose hide, like I have a moose hide in my freezer waiting for that right now. Oh. And then, um, uh, yeah, like thousand or like I think the last... The last year we did it, it was like 1,200 kids or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. Now we've got to do the Arbor. Pictures. There's room for them. Yeah. And the Arbor's so sweet. Yeah. yeah. I know. So with like um, like Blueberry, Soto, every community has their own days, like special day of the year. But it's not connected with the school district, right? It's usually just open for the public. Like you can – and it's open to anyone. You can just come by. But before, it was like word of mouth because that's – how things are done is, you know, you hear from this person, you hear from this person, and then you could just come on by. But now definitely from the news perspective, we've been trying to put it out there like, Hey, these are really fun and you can learn a lot. So just go, <laughs> you're going to be welcomed into the community. And out at, like for Doig days, it's all the grade fours. Yeah. But there specifically is there. for the school district, right? It's yes. for the kids. Yeah. Yes. And I think like grade four, it's just, it's such a perfect year. I don't know how they came to that conclusion for like to be grade four, but like I was just where my daughter is at, like she attended Doig days in 2022 and just where she's at, she's like a sponge right now, just really taking everything in. And I think it's the perfect age for them to experience, but then also remember that mm. experience. And I, I don't know how they came to that choice to do like age 10, but it's perfect. Oh, I think it's great that they have the schools in, but like mm-hmm. the one I was thinking of, so it's kind of different cause it's not for specifically like kids, like the schools, but like Pemmican days for Soto, it's just an annual event they have to celebrate. And it's, you know, to, to celebrate their culture. And it's great for people in like Fort St. John and surrounding communities who might not know too much to go to these events because I know they've opened my eyes and I've learned way much. Like I was talking about Lloyd Minster, how I was there and going to like Frog Lake and going to the powwow. Like it was an eye opener for me. Like I was fully, I will say this right now. I was the only visibly non-indigenous person there with my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife. And we had a great time. Like it was awesome. It was very welcoming. And I just want to say that because I think some people get worried that they are not welcome. Intimidated. Yeah, they're intimidated. You definitely just do it. Just go. It's wonderful and you'll have a friggin' great time. I just, oh, oh, I'm so passionate about going to those events. I love them. Um, So finishing off our list, uh, we talked with Trevor McCaughey. Doig River First Nation. Uh, again, I loved having those conversations with the Chiefs, with McCaughey and with Wilson, just to see how they got to the position that they were at. Even when we talked with Art Napoleon, when he was, uh, um, I think he was, he was chief, right? Or he was just a counselor. I don't know. No, he, I he think was he a was chief, he was but it wasn't chief long. for a short time. Yeah, it was a yeah. short period of time. Um, and then we. Uh, maybe not. 
Oh, oh no, now we have to go listen to our own episode. Oh, man. Anyways, I love talking with Chief uh, McCaudhey and talking with Roland Wilson just to see where they got to their position as chief and, like, their journey and, you know, what their goal is in the community, right? Uh, and then Waylon. Waylon was a fun one just to see, uh, to hear from a, a kid who is very much invested in his sports like rugby and powerlifting are huge to him and very niche sports I must say mm-hmm. and just to see where he's at and to know what he grew up around from um you know being Christus. right in yeah, yeah being right yeah his Chris's travel buddy when <laughs> when uh, she was doing her book tours but just as with him and Uliman and his, mm-hmm. his grandmother and just growing up around you know two people who were very much invested in the culture and invested in advocating. And I think you can tell in him that that's, that's a really cool thing to have. Right? And it's interesting. We didn't really talk about this on his podcast, but we have with Christy of like the new generation coming up is so different mm-hmm. because they just the access to information and just, I mean, everything is just a little bit more open than what it used to be. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, like even you try, like, how old are you? I'm 23. Okay, so you're pretty young then. So, I mean, your experience growing up is must be, I mean, so different from Chief Trevor growing up, right? Like, and just having these different generations. Is that talked about a lot out of the door? Uh, a little bit, mainly with like, like younger, like all my cousins my age. Like, we're yeah. like, like, yeah, we're growing up so much more differently from our parents. And like, you do kind of like, me and my one cousin, we talk a bit about uh, generational trauma once in a while, right? Like, and then like now we're getting old enough where we like understand why our parents acted the way they did. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, because they grew up where like if they went to town, they were like, like you don't fucking look, or like, I don't know, you act a certain way just so that you don't get like, don't experience no racism like firsthand. Like, it's, well, I remember Connie talking about that. Yeah, Connie yeah. Greas was talking about how racist Fort St. John was when she was mm-hmm. growing up and how her and her um, siblings got into a lot of fights in Fort St. John. <laughs> so, I, I mean... From hearing those stories trail to where the communities are at now, you are are you happy with that progression? Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Like just to get to experience like my culture openly and mm-hmm. just find out about it, and like with a new job, get I get to go into like archives and like listen to like uh, recordings of like my grandpa, which I would have oh, that's never. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, like I, yeah, that's like kind of actually the one song that I've. There was the first song that I ever like memorized was one that I had a recording of him singing, which is super awesome because I never would have met him. He passed in like seven, 1977, I think. Oh, man. So, that is so awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. My, you know, my, my great-grandparents, I hear a lot of stories from my grandmother, and I would have loved to, to meet my grandparents, my great-grandparents, right? And I can't imagine it would, like having that feeling, mm-hmm. right? That, that must have drew you into the drumming even more, right, to hear – your grandpa oh yeah yeah was, like yeah well i'd hear recordings of him like my mom had like a cd like way back in the day well not back in the day i guess <laughs> <laughs> like 15 years ago um but uh yeah like listen to recordings of him and then like my uncle calling my mom and being like hey bring trail out because like the drum if you guys ever see me drum the drum i use is like 30 years old my, my uncle sammy made it for me oh really it sounds better than anyone i've ever made oh that's but, awesome uh, like to go out and he's like he gave me that when I was a little kid just because I think he wanted me to drum so that's oh. what I'm doing now. 
And You're giving I'll... us content for the drum episode oh. now. I just want to go into it so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have another hour? <laughs> <laughs> we just keep going. <laughs> well, with that being said, we're closing up on the episode right now. What does reconciliation mean? To you? <laughs> yes, actually, let's do that trail. What does reconciliation? Although I feel I've already asked you that, didn't I ask you that on the? Yeah, 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 very, very quick answer. He was actually on our "What does reconciliation mean to you?" episode in September uh, when oh, I was yeah, just I going. He was that. one of the street people that I went and talked to. So. <laughs> the street people. <laughs> well, like I mean, I was in the park, just <laughs> randomly walking up to people. So yeah, no, you if you want to go more in depth, you can. Uh, well, just listening to the uh, takeoff field study review, um, the doctor guy we just John Driver, yeah, do- yeah, John Driver. He said something about uh, there's like a new uh, uh, environment for like learning more or for the advancement of archaeology or something mm-hmm. like that. I kind of I was like, oh man, that kind of sounds like reconciliation, man. Like mm-hmm. like now my generation are like creating spaces and like online spaces like uh, podcasts. And TV shows, like, creating spaces for kids to uh, learn their own culture and have more access to, like, their, like, cultural content or cultural archives. And then uh, uh, that seems like a really big act of reconciliation. Yeah, and you even see it now more in entertainment, too. I don't know if you guys have seen the TV show Reservation Dogs. It's based in the States, but, I mean... A lot of things I've learned on the podcast are just from friends of mine. Is it's very similar in, in some reservations in Canada as well. So it's it's cool to see that. And I mean, for us to have these open conversations is a huge part of reconciliation too. Because again, Janet and I are indigenous, but by looking at us, we look non-indigenous. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell. But when we have these people come in as guests, we kind of give them the spiel on the phone about what the podcast is all about. They really don't know, right? But then they come in and they're comfortable enough to share these stories no matter what with two people they've never met in their lives on a live recording that's going out to the public. But they're still confident. Yeah, sorry, Trail. This is going out to the public. They're, they're still confident enough in their stories and they're still willing to share them. That's reconciliation to me is people just talking. And I've said this so much. It's just communication. It's just us having these conversations. I mean, in a perfect world, I would love to have someone that, I mean, this is extreme, but saying someone who is knowingly racist and having an elder on, and I just want to see the conversation Mm -hmm. and how it goes. Just communicate. Mm -hmm. Like just, it's just about communication. And I think that some lack of education and lack of education and also ignorance and not wanting to learn about other cultures and just wanting to stick to your own way of life. The biggest thing I tell people is just talk. Like I don't have a five, 10 year plan, but I just talk and I end up before the peace. You know what I mean? And I end up as a news director and I just, I'm very open to opportunities and to other people. And I think that's where I'm at, where I'm at. And I think that's what everyone else needs to do just in terms of, of speaking with other cultures and other communities. Right. Yeah. I think it's be curious. Yeah. Be curious. See beyond your nose. Just like look beyond what you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I think, yeah, just being curious and that's, how I ended up doing all the things that I do is mm. I, I'm just curious and I just keep on trying to ask the questions so that I learn more. And I think that's why I love this podcast so much is it gives people that opportunity without shoving it in your face. <laughs> I, I just want to say too. So 
with our podcast, like Jenna asks these types of questions when it's not recorded. Like very much you talk about being curious. Like you'll just ask someone, you know, what do you do? Why do you do it? Mm-hmm. Like just getting to know people and seeing why they make the decisions they make. I think that's huge. I think you you need to push to have that mindset to open your mind to different things, right? Like we didn't really talk about this, but when we were going over our history, like I'm from Edmonton. I'm a city boy. I was raised in the city. And then going to Lloyd Minster was a huge shock for me. 30,000. It's very similar to Fort St. John. And, you know, then moving to Fort St. John is a little more comfortable, but it was, it was a shock and I just took it in and, you know, I tried to do as much as possible and just take in everything. And then I realized, oh, Hey, living in a small community and, and contributing with local news is huge for these communities. Some people don't see that, but if there was no energeticcity.ca or some of the other, the one other outlet here, how would everyone get their news, right? How would they and know what's going on? National news has like very little to do with Fort St. John specifically. Mm, like it's hard. Yeah. Like it, it, local news is so important. So yeah. <laughs> okay. From there, do we say goodbye? Yeah. We'll see you guys in 2023. Trail will probably be on the well. He will be on the episode uh, on the podcast again. Right. Trail, it was so nice to have you here, man. I'm yeah. so glad you got to pop in. You got to leave work early. Yeah, thanks for bringing me here. And I love your beard. You trimmed it. I, I did. Yeah. I trimmed my mustache. <laughs> I kind of look like a wrestler. Um, one of our new reporters, I he's like, you actually kind of look like Tyson Fury, the boxer. Oh. And I don't know if you guys know who Tyson Fury is, but that's a huge compliment. That man's. A menace. He's. It makes a lot. Is of he money. very business chic? Because you're business chic I, today. I'm trying to go for the more professional. No, no Tuke and uh, Tupac T-shirt today. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Please listen in 2023. Bye. And donate. It's on the website. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.